Hello everyone. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season three and episode 10. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. It is in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse three. We hear the Lord speak to the prophet while he's in prison. He says to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing behind the scenes, as well as in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have had various challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our lives. Last week, I spent a lot of time talking about prayer, and I also led a group on the National Day of Prayer. And since we're celebrating Mother's Day, I thought it would be an opportune time to talk about mothers that pray. Throughout the Bible, we hear of women who prayed. Some were barren, praying God would open their womb, like Sarah, the wife of Abraham, and Rebecca, the wife of Isaac. And then there was Hannah, who prayed year after year for a child, to the point that when she was in the tabernacle praying, the priest Eli thought she was drunk. We hear of the barrenness of Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah, who was well beyond childbearing years. And then there was Samson's mother, whose name wasn't mentioned, but she followed the directions that the angel gave her about raising her son, that he was to be a Nazarene. And Nazarenes took vows that they would abstain from all wine and anything from the grape, as well as not cutting their hair. And then there was Jochebed, the mother who placed her baby in a basket to save his life. You remember Moses, right? The Ten Commandments. The king of Egypt had told the Hebrew midwives, because those were the ones who delivered the babies, um, that when the women in childbirth, when they, the children were delivered, if it was a boy, they were to kill him. But if it was a girl, they could let them live. But the midwives feared God and they didn't obey um, the king of Egypt's orders. And so they let the boys live. And so it was Moses' mother, Jochebed, her prayers for her son, she put him in a basket amongst the reeds and, and that was to protect him from death as she, as he was getting older. And the, and the king's daughter found him or Pharaoh's daughter found him and she adopted him, adopted him and took care of him. And in fact, she allowed his own mother to nurse him. Another woman whose name is not mentioned that showed profound faith was the Syrophoenician woman. She was a Canaanite. They were people not considered as good as the Jewish people. Sounds a little bit like what we're struggling with today in racism in our world. People who were considered less than Jewish people as far as this Syrophoenician woman is concerned. At least that was the thought of others, but that wasn't the thought of Jesus. She was persistent. She kept calling and calling out to Jesus saying, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. Her daughter had been demon possessed or was demon possessed and suffering. Initially, Jesus didn't answer her. But she refused to quit calling out to him. You know, sometimes Jesus doesn't answer us right away. But watch what this woman does. She doesn't stop. It was her faith that brought her daughter's healing. In fact, Jesus himself said, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. Her daughter was healed at that moment. She didn't care what anyone thought or the names that people may have called her. The bottom line was she knew that Jesus could heal her daughter and she was going to get what she needed by being unrelenting in her pursuit of Christ in getting what she came for. There was Lois and Eunice. Those were the two women who raised Timothy and they instilled in Timoth Timothy their faith 
and they, they passed it on to him, their son and their grandson. In fact, the the apostle Paul spoke of this in the book of Timothy, where he talks about the, the sincere faith of his mother and grandmother, Lois and Eunice. Oh, and let's not forget Mary, the mother of Jesus. Although she had not prayed for a child, God chose her to be the one who would bring his son, our savior into the world. Listen to her prayer and found in Luke chapter one, verse 46 through 55. She said, my soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary's prayer is a prayer of the acceptance of God's will. Her life turned out differently than she planned because she was engaged, but God interrupted her plans. But his interruptions brought blessings to all of our lives, to the lives of all believers. There are many women, mothers who prayed for their children, but not just their children. Some of them prayed for you and me too. They may, not been, they may not have been your birth mother, but women God put in your life to mentor you, to serve as a guide and to provide direction and unconditional love. I remember a group of women years ago before I really allowed God into my life and to reshape me, to form me. I would go to church every Sunday, but I wasn't a participant. I was a critic. I was always criticizing what others were doing and never really sought to understand Christ, the Bible, God, the word, none of that. I was doing what I felt was a regimented worship. And one day, one of those women, they, and well, not one day, almost every Sunday, they would chase me around the church and I would get away from them. And when they would catch up with me, there were three of them and they were unrelenting. They would say things like, we're praying for you. And I said, please stop. I'm so glad they didn't stop because if had they stopped praying for me, I would not be where I am today. I believe it was the persistent prayers of these women, women that saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself women that saw a call on my life that I was to do things to draw others to Christ. I'm so glad they didn't stop praying. They will always be extremely special to me. And you probably have some women like that in your life. Just like the women in the Bible who prayed, those mothers, I pray that, that I can add your name to the list of women who pray for their children, not just your children, children all over the world. A mother's prayer is powerful and effective as they cling to the hope in Christ, demonstrating extreme faith and trusting their dear ones to the Lord. It could be as simple a prayer as that of the Syrophoenician woman when she said, Lord, help me. It could be like that of Sarah when you're seeking to have a child or like Rebecca, or it could be a prayer like Hannah or who just wouldn't stop praying until she found peace in her spirit that God had heard her. Or Jochebed, the mother who prayed for protection for her son, 
or Samson's mom who raised him on the vows of the Nazarenes, trusting what God had and the angel of God had told her to do. And like the Syrophoenician woman who was persistent in prayer, like Anna. Or maybe it's like those who, maybe it's like Mary, who are seeking God for their life. Maybe you you have your plans all mapped out and God interrupts your plans and you begin to pray like Mary, being thankful for the detour God has in your life because you know it's all good if he's the one that's redirecting you. Praying mothers are special as they demonstrate unwavering faith in the Lord's ability to hear and respond to prayer. They are relentless and refuse to let go of what God has said, all of his promises. He's given his word for, the, for their children. Trust those promises. Their prayers, praying mothers, their prayers are built on relationship. The relationship they have with God and realizing that their children are a gift from God. Our children are gifts. God gives them to us for a while and we, we ought to be willing to give them back. And we can trust God with our dear ones. Don't quit praying. Keep praying until the Lord settles in your spirit that he has heard you. That's, though, that is confirming in our hearts and in our spirits. Just like Hannah, she didn't know when God was going to answer her prayer, but she knew he would. She got up in confidence after she got up off her knees. That's great faith. That's a mother's faith. She trusted in the word of God. There's something to be said for mothers that pray. Until next time, brothers and sisters, blessed be the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, his holy name. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. God bless you all. Be sure to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.